name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hey guys, welcome to Work Your Biz Like a Boss. I am your host, Sherry Wilson, and I am super excited about this episode because we are going to focus in on some type of topic that is going to help you live your hell yeah life. As promised a couple weeks ago, I changed things up with my podcast and my blog post because quite frankly, I was feeling overwhelmed. I have like, I think a total of five different podcasts, different genres, and I was just not really feeling, you know, having a once a week podcast in this realm of my business. If you want a weekly podcast, is absolutely phenomenal. Head over to Healing Community, Healing Business. It is fabulous. I co-host it with my colleague, Coach Greg McNeil. So I wanted to have once a month where I focus on everything business, especially branding and marketing. And I highlighted my client coach's corner in that very first episode. In this uh, episode, we're going to talk about boldness and not belonging. I was a shy kid, nothing like I am today. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. I'm still nervous interacting with strangers, but I hide it better. I now have tools that help me. But when I was young, I was withdrawn and unsure of how to develop new relationships, how to be popular, and how to belong. It was tough. I was rejected, bullied, and I was shut out of the very groups I really wanted to belong to the most. You know, the popular kids that had looks and money and admiration from all of the other students like 90210. That definitely was not me. I remember distinctly, as if it was really yesterday, even though that sounds cliche, inviting several kids from my school to my 11th grade birthday party. My stepmom helped me pick out a new outfit. I remember it was like this gray with a, like a pink, like, not like a Pepto-Bismol pink, maybe a little bit lighter. It was really pretty, actually. We baked and we decorated the cake. We decorated the house and we waited for guests to arrive. I was so excited. And so the time came and it went. Not one single person I invited came to my birthday party. I remember going to my room, changing my clothes while my stepmom took down the decorations and I tucked that outfit away like it and my party never existed. It wasn't until a few years ago that I realized how painful that was for me and I learned a wonderful key to the story. The uh, reality is that I had actually targeted the wrong market. I had invited the cool kids who didn't like me and I don't know if I really liked them actually. And I also realized that I had not invited my good friends, and that just wasn't cool. Well, fast forward into my teenage years. So on top of being the shy kid who made good grades and only had one good friend at a time, I was struggling at home. My dad and second stepmother were partiers. He liked alcohol and bars. She liked alcohol, drugs, and bars. And my life consisted of fights and drunkenness and drugs and shady characters and tremendous unhappiness. And they did the best they could. Me and my dad are very close to this day, and we always have been. 
And so broken people do things that can harm others and harm themselves. And a lot of marriages don't make it through such high levels of brokenness. But at the time I was 13 when all of this was happening and they were on the brink of divorce and I'd had it. Suddenly I started coming out of my shell, but not in a good way. After my eighth grade year, my stepmom and I moved to her hometown to live with her parents. And I loved it there because I had new friends I really liked. I also had a boyfriend that drove my parents crazy, which was the point. I did things I shouldn't have, smoked marijuana, partied, and drank every weekend, snuck out all of the time, and I bullied others. The bullied had now become the bully. And it got so bad, not just me being a bully, but just everything in general, that I drove my stepmom out of the house we were living in because we were living with her parents. I loved living there. I loved Grandma Miller and Grandpa Miller, and I loved the house itself. It was a two-story. It was just so neat. And, uh, you know, it didn't work out, obviously, because my you know step-grandparents aren't going to raise another you know child. They're uh, elderly and retired. And so my dad came to pick me up after that school year. But I hated my stepmom. And I don't think she really liked me much at the time either. And when she moved out, it was like a miracle. All of a sudden, I became an angel. All of my rebellion was literally to drive her crazy. So, so far, I didn't have a lot of belonging going on in my young life. Then I arrived in my hometown of Clovis. And this is where all the good things are. I love Clovis. Came here in 1989. I entered my junior year. I graduated 1991. I got born again here. I met my husband. I had my son. We raised him here. I've had several successful businesses here. I have a church family that I absolutely love doing life with. All the good things I've experienced have been in Clovis. You could say I am Clovis. But even in a city that embraced me and completed my life, I still have moments where I don't belong. But I've now grown up into my own skin, and I embrace my personality, my strengths, and my passions. I'm basically at the age where I just don't care. I mean, 48 kind of brings out, you know, with it. I'm passionate about my clients, my family, my city, my country, and my faith. I, I am an outspoken and confident female that still has butterflies from time to time. I boldly tell the truth, and I try to as gently as possible, but if a person doesn't get it, probably time to be a bit more straightforward and sometimes that can cause misunderstanding and once again not belonging but who cares we all have you have one life to live I have one life to live and I'm going to make sure that it's my hell yeah life I'm going to live life bold I'm going to live it fully I'm going to live life on my own terms in an agreement with God's plan for it I am unapologetically me. I no longer try to fit in. I'm tactful tactful and diplomatic, but I'm not inauthentic. I no longer care about belonging. I care about cooperation. I'm fine admitting I don't like certain people, and that's okay. There are plenty, I'm sure, who don't like me. Building your life and your business on your own terms demands that you be authentic and bold. It requires risk and being misunderstood. However, it is the most exciting adventure there is. All those years of not belonging as a child and a daughter empowered me to mature into a person 
who lives life boldly. You can't be powerful and powerless at the same time, and you can't be a victor and victim at the same time. We all have traumatic and damaging past experiences. It's how we respond to them that determines if we live our own hell yeah life or live a broken life. The choice is yours. The choice is mine. So I want to end today's episode with encouragement to ask yourself, am I living an authentic life or am I living under the imposition of others and what they say my life should look like and how I should look like? It never ceases to amaze me, the people I come in contact, that especially women where they live according to how their husband feels they should or their church says they should or their kids even tell them they should. You don't want to live a life that's under the imposition of others' ideas. They're not in your body. They're not living this. I like that one saying. I can't remember who it was, but it says you have one beautiful life. How are you going to live it? So that's the question. And it requires risk. Because when you start being who you know you were born to be, and you start doing what you know you were born to do, sometimes people get fussy. Sometimes they don't like it. But let me ask you this final question. When you're on your deathbed and you're looking back, do you want to have regrets? If you're fine living the life you are now, congratulations, most aren't. But if you know that your life needs to look different, then I want to encourage you to take those risks because you only have one shot at this. And so make it worth while make it the best hell yeah life you can live i love taking quizzes and i love making quizzes and i've developed a quiz just for introverts us introverted entrepreneurs can have a rough time starting that combo pitching our product or service and networking in a way that produces more business can be nerve-wracking and it can be overwhelming But did you know that there are actually four introvert types? I had no idea until I began to research it. And from that research, I developed the introvert flavor quiz. You'll learn which type of introvert you are, how you connect best with clients, how you best conduct business and more. So head over to sherryannwilson.com forward slash introvert dash flavor dash quiz and find out your introvert flavor. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?